Welcome to the Crystal Guardian Podcast. My name is Caressa, and this is a show on which I share about my life as a healer and crystal artist. Here, we meet at the crossroads of creativity and consciousness, art and spirituality, giving a voice to the visionaries of today. Welcome to another episode of the Crystal Guardian podcast. Today is a little bit different than usually. I was sitting in my little room that I have in my house, my sacred space. It is a room that is just for me. I practice yoga here. I do my morning meditations here, my morning practices. This is really my sanctuary and where I go to recharge my soul, nourish my being. Yeah, I wasn't planning on recording a podcast this morning. I was sitting, I was drinking my cacao, which is still here next to me, my cacao from Britta, from the Cacao Circle, which I love so, so much. And I was contemplating a concept and thought, hey, it would be really fun to kind of hit the record button and just see what happens. You might hear some cars in the background. You might hear some kids playing around. Usually I time these podcasts around the um, times that it's the least amount of noisy here in the streets. I usually do it one floor up where Alessandro works, where he does his, um, where he has his office, because that's the quietest room of the house. But yeah, I figured just... Let's just hit record, see what happens. Um, So a very pure, a very authentic moment from my heart to yours. Yeah, I've actually, I've been feeling a little bit funky lately. I have been in a bit of a funk, really. I was noticing a lot of things happening in my life, a lot of discussions and fights that started happening, a lot of disruption in yeah the very core relationships that I have in my life um, with my family mostly yeah with people very close to me in this moment it got me thinking because um, (laughs) one part of me was like Jesus why is this why is this so hard why do we have to do this whole adulting thing and why do we always have to you know be a loving person and be above it all and not respond from our triggers from our wounds you know why do we always have to do the freaking work well because in the end we benefit from it ourselves but yeah it is okay to sometimes be a bit bummed out about it that's been kind of the yeah, the process that I've been going through these last few weeks. And it's been hard. Like, it's been hard. I've had to have some really difficult conversations. I've had to, you know, really address the pain points to get to the roots of everything in order to get past what we've been going through. And yeah, that's that's hard, you know, taking that step. It takes courage. So I applaud myself for doing that. But at the same time, you know, being an introvert, it's been 
so draining for my energy to have to have these really hard, difficult conversations all the time. You know, it was like a couple of days in between, no time to really get down and return back to myself. But it was like this one thing turned into another thing, turned into another thing. And of course, at a certain point, it's the energy that you are vacating in. So that's also the energy that you're attracting. So of course, that has to do with it all. But yeah, I feel like these last few days, as I'm sitting down, it's um, it's a Tuesday, and this last weekend was a really good weekend. We got some great news about something that I can't uh, that I can't share on here, but yeah, some great news for me and Alessandro, and yeah, it just kind of brought this new, fresh energy of lightness that I have been craving to call in. And as I'm saying this now, I feel myself anchoring this energy into my current reality. Okay, it's allowed to be light again. I've done the work. I've gone through it. (laughs) I've looked my fears in the eyes. And yeah, now I'm allowed to return back to lightness. And being an introvert, as I was saying, it's it's hard, you know, to go through these things and to stay anchored in your own energy, in your own presence. And I've really felt that I, I needed, you know, a couple of days of being solely in my own little bubble, in my own home to get back to me and to get back to a sense of um, self-care as well, because I was noticing that my morning practices, they were slowly slipping away. Like I was still drinking my cacao, but I wasn't doing any yoga anymore. I'm not writing my morning pages because I'm doing the artist way. Yeah, but it's been, you know, kind of like slipping away. And when those things go, it's usually a sign that that's what we need the most. So yeah, I'm, I'm being kind to myself and slowly finding my way back to a way of going through my day that feels more in alignment with who I want to be and the energy that I want to have into my life. But yeah, the thing that I was contemplating just before also plays into this feeling uncomfortable because I feel like this this sense or this feeling of disruption, I think we also had, we had a new moon in Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius. My sun sign is, a Sagitt- is Sagittarius. There was something about this this moon. It was like an eclipse something with the end of an eclipse thing with Gemini and Sagittarius, which are opposite of each other, that it really was the start of a new beginning. And that right now there's a lot of disruption. There's a lot of kind of chaos going on. And I really felt that in my life and also in my art. Yeah. The thing that I want to talk about is that sometimes from restriction, we can find great creative freedom And that's been a process that I've been going through. And I want to kind of rewind and go back to the very first moment that I felt this energy in my life, then kind of take it how that is unfolding in my life right now. Back in 2017, I took a trip to India, to Ladakh, which is very, very high up in the Himalayan mountains. And it's a beautiful place. Really, when you get there, you look around you and all you see are these 
beautiful, beautiful snow-capped mountains, and it it feels surreal. I mean, especially me being Dutch, coming from the Netherlands, which is the, I think, the flattest country on earth. Like we are below the sea level. Being amidst those mountains, it it feels so special. And I I was there. I was in Ladakh for a teacher training, which I end ended up not uh, finishing. But that's a story for another time. I um, I was completely out of alignment with the teacher. Didn't resonate with his teachings and his way of uh, practicing yoga. So I decided to drop out. But yeah, this space there were a lot of other travelers, and I met Amit. And Amit, he is from Tel Aviv, but he was uh, living in the Netherlands as well. So this was kind of funny. There were a lot of Israeli people in that place as well. Yeah, so meeting meeting an Israeli who was actually living in the Netherlands um, in that moment, it was kind of funny. Uh, we became friends and we met up afterwards when I was back in the Netherlands. I saw each other a couple of times and... Um, this one time he, I mean, he teaches at the conservatory of Amsterdam. He teaches about music texture, which is a really cool concept, something that he invented himself, like really, really cool. And this one day we were kind of like, we had lunch and we went back to his studio and, um, started playing around on the piano. I don't really play the piano, but, um, I took lessons when I was a kid. And he was he was encouraging me to find freedom in the way that I was expressing myself in the piano. And he taught me something that I never forgot afterwards, which was he told me to use less keys in order to, to find more freedom. And he shared with me that a lot of people, when they have all these options when it's this wide, wide world that's just open, that's at your feet and you can do anything you want. It can be incredibly overwhelming and you freeze. You go into, you know, fight, flight or freeze. You go into freeze and you kind of like, you you get blocked. You block creatively because you don't know where to go. You don't know which keys to press. You don't know what to do. He told me, okay, you only have these three piano keys and just go nuts and it felt so liberating to just be allowed to use those three keys because then all of a sudden you have something that you can grasp and yeah this experience it was so powerful for me and I think it was a couple of months later that I started teaching when I started teaching the very first crystal grade workshops I was also teaching intuitive painting workshops side by side so just creative workshops that were based off of things that I was doing in my own life. And the intuitive painting workshop was based off of this idea of from restriction comes freedom. What I took from from this practice that I did with Amit was that in the workshop, I created three different kinds of paper, one uh, quite small. And this is the paper that you get in front of you. And we start painting from a meditation, start painting what you feel, what directions you feel you want to go into, what colors you feel. And when you are finished, we lift that piece of paper and we put a bigger piece underneath it. And then you start expanding from your first painting onto the the expanded version of the paper that's underneath it right now. 
And when we've done that, we go one size bigger. And then all of a sudden you have this huge paper in front of you that you've fully painted that, yeah, if, if you would have gotten that paper in front of you from the start, you would have probably been super overwhelmed, didn't know what to do, what to paint. And now, because you start small, you build that level of trust, you actually kind of trick yourself into expansion. And this is a concept that's been with me ever since teaching that and seeing the results within people as well, doing that exercise. It was so cool. Yeah, it, it, it always stuck with me that sometimes to find creative freedom, we have to restrict ourselves and not step into this energy of the fast, fast, open world. Everything is possible, connected with the universe. I am all because, you know, it can be it can be a lot. It can be big. And me being a, a manifesting generator in human design, you know, I could, I could find, you know, so many different things, be completely passionate about it, give all my heart, pour all my love and, and attention and energy into it and, you know, just do that thing. And for me, it really helps to kind of reel that energy in and condense it into one part to really kind of like channel my energy into into something and of course I I have different things that I do at the same time but <laughs> to not have it be you know everything is possible but have it be okay but this is the red thread through it all and the thing that I kind of stumbled upon was or that kind of like crossed my path the frames that I have right now for my crystal grids, a friend of mine, he makes them by hand. He uh, makes them from local wood, uh, sustainable wood, paints them with non-toxic paint. Um, really such a labor of love. But recently he came to the conclusion that he couldn't make them anymore. There was this machine that he was using in a different studio space that he couldn't use anymore, which was very detrimental for the, for the production. But also he was just getting too busy with his own work, with his own life, his own projects to take on making, creating these frames because, you know, the orders kept getting bigger and bigger and more and more, which of course for me is really nice because it means that's more people uh, connecting with uh, crystal grids. But yeah, we, we came kind of at a crossroads of, okay, yeah, we can't do this anymore. And I have to think of another way to create frames for my crystal grids. I started researching um, kind of similar frames that I uh, from the frames that I use now, but just finding companies that make uh, sustainable frames. Yeah, I was finding some options, but you know, at a minimum, it would double my costs, which you know is is not the yeah, the most wished option, of course, because it will drastically cut down on my margins or I would have to raise my price substantially for, you know, kind of like you still get the same piece of art. So it felt a bit like, oh, you know, if I would raise my prices, I would at least want it to be like an upgrade and up level for my clients, my customers as well. So I started thinking and actually kind of cocooned my way into reflecting on where I want to go with my artworks, where I want to go with these crystal grids. And I have been feeling such a big energy of expansion. And, you know, I, I see my crystal grids hanging in museums and 
being uh, shown in these beautiful, amazing art galleries and, and, you know, being double the size and having these huge, beautiful, gorgeous crystal grids, energetic crystal anchor points in people's spaces. And, you know, really, really being so big that it just, it floods a whole room, a whole space with its pure healing energy and that's the vision that I have and if I want to get there I will drastically have to change the way that I make my crystal grids yeah I I just kind of got to the idea of okay but then I will have to change the base on which I make the crystal grids right now I will have to change the type of frame I would also love to get to a system where people can just choose themselves what frames they would like or that they can frame the crystal grid themselves instead of me having a very limited few options that I offer because right now it's just white or natural wood. But of course, everyone's interior is different. Interior. <laughs> Alessandro always makes fun of me because I say like it's terror. Um, <laughs> I corrected myself. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, like having a piece that fully matches your house, your space, and me having the option to create way more freely because all of a sudden I am not limited to the sizes of my frames that I have made as well. All of a sudden, you know, a whole world opens up of options and and you know I can go bigger and bigger and uh, more expansive but to get there it was ah uh, I met so much disruption in my system and I think this was also kind of how that energy of you know resistance within myself for this elevation for this expansion how it manifested into my life was also as resistance or disruptions in my relationships you know it it felt difficult for me to let go of the way that the crystal grids look now because I love them so much and I think they are beautiful and uh, I'm just I'm looking at one that I have here um, in my sacred space right now which is one it's a it's a square large crystal grid 50 by 50 centimeters it has a huge big chunk of amethyst in the center a circle of amethyst hematites garnets and clear quartz around it and expanding out from the center really one of the classical ones that i used to make way in the beginning and you know i love it so much it is just it's been with me for so many years already and yeah, I'm so grateful for all that they have brought me, you know, in my creative journey, in, in finding myself to be an artist as a profession, as a life dream. Yeah, but what I want to share is that I met so much resistance within myself to, to go to that unknown place of a new way of creating crystal grids. And I, in this moment, I don't know what it's going to look like. I have three options I am contemplating, which can be the base of the crystal grids. And this next month, the month of December, for me, it's going to be in theme of experimenting, of, you know, rediscovering and seeing what 
looks the most beautiful, what works the best with attaching the crystals as well. And, you know, really finding a new way of expression and, yeah, getting to a place of pieces that I that I would showcase in a museum, you know, like really that level of, uh, of beauty. And it feels so special because the energy of the crystals that I'm finding are more and more defined and I feel so intimately related to them in a way and they are so 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 dear to me and every single crystal I come across I close in my heart and I I hear its lessons and I I pass it on to the one that needs those lessons in their life and yeah it just it feels really big but right in this moment I was I was coming across so much resistance and now I, you know, I, I posted on Instagram before I posted a story of, you know, like keeping me accountable for reaching out to the three people that could help me further in this development of creating crystal grids in a new way. And I reached out to all three of them. One was a friend of mine who kind of creates arts on a similar base and I just wanted to double check that the energy was pure that she didn't feel like I was copying her and you know just kind of like checking in of hey how does this feel for you it feels good for me but I just wanted to double check you know because the composition everything it's still me it's still my art but just the base will become quite similar potentially right I don't know yet <laughs> I still am going to experiment and the other two were uh, meeting with my friend Vout, who used to make my frames, kind of having a brainstorm session with him of um, the things that he thinks are possible to to create the crystal grids. So, you know, it's just so, so nice to have someone who knows his stuff and who can tell me, okay, this kind of board or this kind of thing, like, skip it, don't even think about it. This is really good to use. Or oh, you've got this material to fix that problem. And yeah, you know, like, it's so nice. And I also went to just a very basic art store here that had a in-house frame maker and kind of like brainstormed with him as well. I shared my idea. He was so friendly. He told me I could come over when he was framing a piece so he could teach me how to do it myself. And, you know, just meeting these amazing human beings that are helping me and that are making this process so much easier. And now it feels like I can grasp it. Because before I had this vision in my mind that was just bigger than me and I didn't know where it was going and that's scary as fuck. Like, it's so scary to, you know, like to to go to a place but to not see where you are going or I had the vision of the end result but I didn't know what steps I would take to get there. And that really frightened me because I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, if it would financially make sense for me to do, if it would even work out maybe it would be one big disaster and that's like month and a half of my life ruined I'm using air quotations because of course experimenting is never time wasted but you know really ingraining that in myself in my own system of you are allowed to experiment you have this space now for yourself to dive into that process and to discover what works for you and you know also what way of creating makes the most sense for me time-wise because the way that I'm going to create will be much more time 
intensive. But yeah, if it will take me a lot of, it will probably take me a lot of extra time that I put into these crystal grids. And it's already, you know, for every grid, I think I, I spent six hours of work on it from, you know, the whole process from A to Z, from creating, from the idea sprouting to, you know, packing it and sending it on its way. It's six hours in one one little thing. And if you think about that, my prices are actually ridiculously low. But yeah, so there will be a new kind of like equilibrium that I'm going to find for myself of how much time do I spend? How does that feel energy wise? I do think that energetically they will become so, so much more pure again and more expensive again because the last few grids that I've made in this, you know, this original kind of way that I've been creating them also feel so, so much more expansive in energy, so much more aligned, so much more integrated is the right word. Integrated is what it feels like. Yeah, but I am diving into this new chapter and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. It's going to be scary, <laughs> but I'm doing it. I'm doing it, guys. I'm doing it. I am taking this step into the unknown. I am vowing to myself that I'm letting myself screw up. I'm letting myself start over again and again and again and again until I find a thing that feels right in my heart and that flows and, you know, kind of getting in that in that state of everything is flowing again. And as this is happening, I'm also changing the place where I'm making my arts. I have my atelier in Utrecht, the same place where I live. And um, I'm moving to my late grandmother's home, which is a 40-minute drive from here, but it's a beautiful space. I'm hoping to to organize one-day retreats there, yeah, to, to dive into the world of crystals with other people, to dive into the teachings of crystals, into an integrated way of living with crystals, because I feel like we all have heard, you know, rose quartz does this, selenite does that. But what we really want is, you know, knowing how to integrate these lessons into our lives. And I feel that calling lately so much as well. So I'm I'm going to create something magical from that longing as well. And at the same time, I will go to this new space to create these new art pieces. And, you know, my whole life is shifting and it's going to be, it's going to be good. But right now I'm in this place of the unknown of, you know, not having a full, clear, 100% vision of what's to come. And that's scary and that's okay. And sometimes my whole being will be like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop, stop, stop. Can't we just go back to what we know? But, you know, I know that at the end of resistance, when we meet resistance, we are right there. We are right, right, right at the edge before the real magic and expansion starts to happen and we just have to get past that resistance and tap into that beautiful beautiful sweet liberation that's at the end of that and that's where I'm going <laughs> I will keep you all updated of course on the process um, and the progress of my experiments and where it's gonna go I'm hoping February I will release a new series, which oh, I've been dreaming up since last summer and it's been bursting at my seams and it's this 
beautiful, beautiful energies that I've been working very, very intricately with and something that I haven't been sharing about that much. It's going to be energies that are so, so close to my heart that I've been very intricately working with in my own practices. And I think it's energies that you all will connect with so much as well. So that's going to be the first series within this new way of creating the crystal grids, which I don't know what it's going to look like yet, but I know it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's that's what I wanted to share. I hope that if you are right there at that edge of resistance, that you will be able to get to the sweet, sweet liberation beyond that. And if you are feeling stuck in your creative endeavors, being restricted in a sense of having not having that option anymore of creating the grids in the way that I was creating them now, it was this catalyst for me into this new expansive way of creating crystal grids in a different way. Restriction can be a good thing, you know, things coming to an end, they can be good, but we just have to be open for the lessons, we just have to be open to receive the goodness of that moment. And everything happens for a reason, I am sure of it. Sometimes that's hard to hear, sometimes it sucks, but everything happens for a reason and whatever you are going through right now is teaching you a very beautiful lesson. <sighs> and my lesson was to let go, to let go of what I've been doing and to step into a new way that is more in alignment with my vision of what I want to do and who I want to be as an artist, the kind of works that I want to create. And I can't wait to share with you where it's going. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Please share with me your creative endeavors, your creative expansions. and I'd love to hear from you all. Sending you so much love and freedom on all that is unfolding in your life right now. Speak soon.